The following podcast is sponsored by the new Hood College Gear Shop. The gear shop replaces the old Hood bookstore. Most of us remember the bookstore as just a place where we bought or rented books. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Hood College Gear Shop is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood brand merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats, socks, mugs and cups. They even have hood branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The gear shop has ton. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a hood college leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The gear shop has your back. Need a last minute birthday gift for your best friend? you'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College Gear Shop has you covered for all of your gift, school, snack, and blazer branded clothing needs. So the next time you're in WIT, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Jordan Costley, and the name of this podcast, Minority Minds, and receive 10% off your purchase of any Hood branded merchandise. But Take a listen to the show first. Minority, minority, minority minds. Minority, minority, minority minds. Hello, it's your host with the most, Jordan Cosley, and welcome to Minority Minds. This podcast aims to discuss the minority experience for Hood College students and learn important facts regarding to the history of minoritized groups. Wherever you may be, enjoy the program, and stay tuned for my upcoming podcast. Hello, it's your host with the most, Jordan Cosley, and welcome to the fourth episode of Minority Minds. Today, I am talking with some students about their experience at Hood. I selected my two bestest friends that are also minorities. We've discussed our experiences before, and I want other Hood students or any people interested in learning about the minority experience at a predominantly white institution to be heard. But... Before we begin, we have to go over last episode's trivia questions, and there were two. So the first question is, what country has been labeled the most diverse? And who was the first black woman to win a medal in the U.S. figure skating? The country that has been labeled the most diverse was India. Not only in a culturally, economically, or religious way, India is considered the most diverse overall. And the second trivia question about who was the first black woman to win a medal in the U.S. figure skating. Now, technically, that's a tricky question because there's two, Star Anderson and Debbie Thomas. Star is spelled S-T-A-R-R. Anderson, A-N-D-R-E-S-W. And Debbie Thomas, D-E-B-I-T-H-O-M-A-S-N. So those are some names for you to remember. And something was really interesting, starting with Star specifically, she was actually only 21 when she won this. And now she holds the title as the first black U.S. figure skater to win the ISU Grand Prix medal since the series began in 1995. She is the 2022 skate Canadian international silver medalist and the 
2019 International Challenge Cup Silver Medalist, the 2019 EGNA Trophy Silver Medalist, and finished fourth at the 2023 U.S. Nationals. Now, Debbie Thomas in 1988 won the bronze medal in figure skating and became the first black athlete to medal at the Winter Games. Thomas first stepped into the skating rink at the age of five. By nine, she was taking formal lessons and winning competitions. At 10, Thomas signed on with coach Alex McGowan, spelled M-C-G-O-W-A-N, who guided her career as she trained for the Olympics. As an African-American figure skater, judges often discriminated against Thomas, giving better marks to her competitors for what many saw as less impressive skills. So those are the answers. And now we are going to move on to our questions. But first, I'm going to introduce my guest. So here we go. How you doing? This is Jaden, Jaden Johnson. I'm a sophomore at Hood College, and my major is computer science. Hi, my name is Danae Pritchett. I am a junior here at Hood College. My major is business administration, and I'm focusing in human resource management. Beautiful. Thank you guys so much for joining me. So moving right along to our questions, what made you choose Hood. And I'm going to start with Jaden. What made me choose Hood was uh, I have a full ride here off of academics. Uh, I graduated with a 4.0 in high school, which, you know, yeah, that was the biggest blessing I could ever ask for. Okay, for me, um, I ask myself this every day. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it real because I'm like, yo, why did I choose Hood? Um, I chose Hood because of the money. Um, they offered me the most money out of the rest of the colleges I applied for. And another thing that made me choose Hood was how far I was from home. I was, I was far enough from home, but not too far that I can get back. And the campus wasn't that big. Like, I love how, like, the size of the campus and... How it looks other than that i honestly don't think i chose hood based on the right decision yeah i think a lot of people who go here when you ask them specifically if they're a minority why did you choose the school the number one answer that i've been given is the money like a lot of people only came here because the school offered them a lot of money which was one of the reasons that i went here too they gave me the most money so i was willing to take that and I also, much like you, Danae, I liked the campus. I liked how small it was. And it was far enough, but close enough to home that I could leave and get there anytime I wanted. So moving right along, do you feel that Hood College adequately supports its minority students? <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> No, for real. Um, I feel like they do they do the bare minimum. Like if you're not involved in certain clubs or if you're not on a sports team, you get the lower end of the stick. Like they don't really do much. It's so much stuff happening on campus that they barely speak on or handle. They just push aside and act like they're doing something when they're really not. Yeah, I also agree. Um, but I think like majority like I see some like teachers, right? I see some professors, they are, you know, good professors, but I I feel like they want you to know more than, you know, like as especially as an African-American, they want you to know more than what you've been taught, you know, which is kind of like crazy because like like bio, like who like bio? I don't even like bio. Like and, you know, teachers are very, you know, good at bio and they expect you to know it. I mean, especially like professors, they be doing like some grimy stuff a little bit, in my opinion. So, yeah. What does grimy mean? Grimy means... <laughs> Grimy means like like some suspect things like like some rude things like like rude you know suspicious things yeah suspicious rude suspicious things um 
back on what he was saying, like how some of the professors are actually good, I can test that. But when I'm in like, as in support wise, from like the other people that's in the upper range, like higher up, they don't really do that much. Like you'll get, you'll get some email, but then it's like, they're acting like they're, like they, that they care. But in reality, it's just them saying, oh, we know about it. We're going to make sure that y'all think that we know about it and something's being done when nothing's being done. I feel like also, like I said, if you're not involved in certain clubs or certain sports, you're not going to get that attention. And if you do get that attention, it's not a lot of it. It's to what they think is best for them and for you, when in reality it's not helping nobody at the end. So Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I agree that there are some faculty here that have been great, that are really supportive, that you know want to see you thrive, support what you do. But then there are other instances where that's not the same or just understanding why people teach what they teach. Like my freshman year, I took media related to minorities, something like that. I can't remember the name of it, but it was pretty much talking about like, what does it mean to be a a minority and be a part of, you know, TV? news how it's represented and it's taught by a white woman and i was like so what makes you qualified to teach this besides you having a degree inter silence here (laughs) 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 because it's like you know i i appreciate you being educated but you will never understand what it feels like to really be misrepresented. You don't have to worry about people treating you differently because of what is seen in TV, films, and movies. The first black woman to win an Oscar was in her role as a slave who chose her master over her own family. That's that's the representation. That's why you won. And that that was one of my reasons like, you know, I appreciate the support, but it's sometimes like why can't we have more minor- minority staff? Why can't we have more teachers who look like us who are teaching s- teaching about us because there is there's so much we don't know. Like no matter what kind of education system you came from, there's so much we didn't know. That was why my first episode was about history facts that you don't know, that you don't learn in school, because there was so much information that I hadn't been given and that a lot of people who look like me or who don't even look like me didn't get. I um I totally agree with that statement about how we don't have a lot of professors or people that are like us on this campus. And I'm not, it's not me being like funny, racist or anything, but... I feel like also the people that do look like us on campus, the professors, the counselors and stuff, they're not like us. They, I don't want to sound so rude saying that, but like whitewash. And they didn't grow up with a lot of struggles that we grew up with. They tried to fit to the white man's picture, the white man's word, the white man's look and everything so they could fit in, be approved and everything else. And we're left to being look like, oh, you got like that. Or if we look some type of way on campus, oh, do you see this or do you see that? So it's like the people that we do have here, they could be role models to a certain degree, but not a true role model. Like you can say as much as you want. Oh, I understand. I understand. But do you really understand? I don't think you do. Because you have this image of one thing, but yet you're telling me another thing. Yeah, it's hard to know that there is potential support, but that that support may not be full. 
So we were talking about that we feel that staff doesn't adequately support the minority students here. How can they better support students here? I would say like they could like better support the students by like, you know, like like fully recognizing and understanding the student. Cause like we go to a small a small college, which means we have small classes, majority, right? These professors should be able to actually sit down with each with each, you know, student, understand and learn them instead of assuming things about them, and it wouldn't be no problem because the thing about it, one thing about her college, like these professors don't know their place. I think that's the only thing I can like really like narrow it down to. But like they just need to stay in their lane and not try to fit in with, you know, like but be involved in learning and understanding what we go through and our learning techniques and, you know, how we receive information from them, you know, instead of, like, making things difficult for us. I agree. Um, I will also say they can support us by actually being genuine, being real, um, not doing it for show, actually caring, sympathizing, actually trying to learn and understand. Another thing that the school can do, honestly, which I felt was very disrespectful. Um, every every month we know have holidays and stuff. Black History Month, it's like nothing ever happens. Y'all can decorate for every other holiday, but when it's time for Black History Month, y'all can't decorate. But y'all can decorate for the other holidays that's in that month. Y'all do the bare minimum for Black History Month, but La, what was it like Latina Day or something else? It's full out like everything and I just feel like that was very disrespectful because on top of that y'all try to act like y'all did something for Black History Month but in reality a club did that a club has to plan all this stuff for the minority and other minorities to actually feel welcome here and it's just crazy like I get it's a PWI but at the same time we're your minorities you want us to come to the school you want us to bring more attention this and that but yet you're doing the bare minimum so I feel like y'all can support us in actually caring and what we care about, actually doing stuff to make us feel welcome, actually sticking to your words and being honest and being genuine. Yeah, I know our our freshman year, um, the rate was 70-40, 70% white, 40% minority. And of course, 40% is about every minority at right. the school. But that's that's a significant amount of people. And that means that all of those people deserve to have what's important to them heard about like we talked about i've talked about this before why are you so willing to decorate for valentine's day have valentine's day themed food but have nothing for black history in the dining hall absolutely nothing nothing y'all can decorate for mardi gras but don't even talk about what mardi gras is or have themed food because they had a themed food night for one of the holidays it wasn't like a cultural holiday it was just a holiday period that they had that for and i've expressed that before that you can say that you're hosting a couple events but are you going are you actually showing up a way to support students is like jaden said ask me like what i like to do learn about me as a person come come see my shows come to the modeling club's performance like be supportive to your students outside of the classroom because those are the teachers that students remember all almost all of my teachers have been to one of my performances and i appreciate the social work department so much for that because they didn't have to decide to support me they could just have been like cool i'll advertisement 
tell me how it goes. But they they all made an effort to come and see me, and I appreciate that because they took time out of their regular lives to come support their students. So I think the social work department is a great example of how we can be better. But I want every teacher to take 10 minutes of your time the first day of class to ask your students individually, set up little meetings with them. What's something you'd like to do? I like to learn like how my students like to learn so I can do better about grading because you know what one thing means to me may mean something completely different to you. And I want to make sure we're on the same page about where my learning is coming from compared to yours. And and not even that. Like, I feel like her college should be supportive through financially. You know what I mean? Because, like, you know, we have, like, blackout parties, right? That's, like, um in, like, close to February. Is it February, right? And they do the bad minute for that. Like, they don't give us enough money so we can, you know, have fun. And not even that, like, if something, like, you know, terrible, quote-unquote, goes down, whatever, they are quick to shut it down. And, it, and it's crazy because, like, I feel like we, we're we not getting, the, like, the respect that we deserve as far as, you know, African-American students. Because if you think about it, they get more money off of us, off of African-Americans. You know what I mean? That's why, like, PWIs want to, like, have so much minority groups so their money can go higher so more people can come to the school. That's only for the image. But think about it. If, if it wasn't for the money... We would not be here. We would be going to HBCU doing things. <laughs> hey, li- listen, listen, listen. Doing, you know, like, you know, being around our people. I would also say it's not only it's not only African-American students that's part of the minority and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's other students that go here that came far away and stuff that's part of this minority. I can't speak on their behalf because I haven't experienced what they experienced. I haven't went through what they went through. But they are also experiencing this stuff, too, and it's just like joy. Jordan said, Jordan and Jaden said, you know, this is a PWI for a minority. When you're a minority, you're supposed to get, quote unquote, the most attention and the most money. They don't do that. They give all this money to sports and certain clubs, and they try to make it seem like they don't have money or some issue is going on. When in reality, you're giving all your money to this D3 athletic institution yeah like Like, or the fact that hodson itself has been extended multiple times that they're getting a new extension but our theater department doesn't even have a working projector we had to buy that for ourselves or that alumni has not alumni is one of the oldest buildings in this entire school it has yet to be fixed it's projected to be fixed the elevator doesn't even work in the building or smith where you have your students living you don't have your elevator working you're so quote-unquote calling it a historic building so it doesn't have to get fixed yet you're about to have all these students move Move in and move out oh for like all these levels and stuff who's carrying all that stuff because y'all baskets aren't worth the darn thing especially they hurt, if you can't go down an elevator but y'all can spend all this money on posters or sports y'all can spend all this money on a new design y'all can spend all this money on a new design on the field come on now y'all doing way too much for sports but not enough for other students yeah it's hard to think as a student period like take athlete out of the word a student period to feel that your school sees you our school hosts this like flag day people come to 
I think it's like international something. Yeah, yeah. it's like they got all like different flags. Yeah, they have countries. all of the flags of the different countries that are represented at Hood, which is cool because they have like over 70 flags of different countries. But what are you doing for those students? What are you doing for them financially past your first year of college? Because that, that alone is what gets people. You get all this money your first year. You you know, you have a bill of maybe $1,000, but that next year, almost everything that you had is gone. And your bill is five grand. Next year, seven grand. Next year, eight grand. How is none of that money able to go to me as a continuing student? How can I afford to finish college if you only give me support my first year? And they're bumping up the damn tuition every freaking year. Every year. I mean, you know, that is every college. That I mean, I'm going to keep it real. It's every college. But, like, I don't know if every college is like this one. But it's, it's crazy. Like, deciding to go to a private school, I understand. Like, you have to be acknowledgeable about the fact that you're going to a private school. But why does that mean that my bill's got to jump a couple grand? Man, <laughs> it's, it's freshmen that just started this year I've been talking to already in debt already can't pay their tuition already can't pay for certain stuff they're waitlisted it's scary it's yeah. fucking crazy it's it don't, insane yeah it just don't make sense like and another thing with the whole minority and like racist thing whenever something racist or happen on campus they don't really handle that like I know a lot of students I know a couple students that have told me some of the stories that happened to them and literally one of the faculty would told them oh you'll have to deal with that in real life get over it are you serious you're not gonna do nothing about that like that's that's crazy that's really crazy and it's like it's sad because you know as an african-american you've t been told so much you have to look at all this history you have to do certain stuff a certain way so you won't get profiled and everything but to hear somebody that's supposed to be your coach your professor, your advisor, somebody that you can trust that's supposed to help you, guide you where you need to be and all that, mm -hmm. say something like that to you, it's crazy. Yeah, I remember one of the first upperclassmen I met telling me the story of what it was like to leave the Black Student Union meetings and have cars following them and have having people having men roll down their windows in their cars and asking them if they wanted a ride and when they told the school they did absolutely nothing absolutely nothing like that was a very like stopping thing to hear about this university that I had chosen to do not looking out for its students period that can be that can be really altering and Danae you brought up a good point of that you know, they're looking to have this image. And I feel for people who are minority staff that feel that in order to have a doctorate in education, in order it to not be microaggressed every day, to not be discriminated against every day, mm -hmm. they decide to straighten their hair. They decide to, you know, dress in more plain clothing, nothing that would, you know, allude to any type of ethnic wear mm -hmm. because they want the same respect as their cohort. And I, I, I honestly understand that because my hair was straight until when? Till um, you met me. Yeah, we. <laughs> Till you met me. Yeah, Danae and I like really went through this together of me deciding to go natural, like because that that wasn't me. My hair was literally straight until like the end of freshman year, almost. I had started to decide to go natural, but that was a really big choice for me because my hair had been natural all my life. And not even that, like these students, 
I swear, like these students want to be like black people so bad. Like, sit your ass down. <laughs> like, they always want to be like us. Want to have the same hairstyles. Want to wear the same clothing. Want to talk like us. Want to want to move like so like. So quick to judge us. Yeah, like I mean, and it's like they the they the main ones like trying to get on our case because you trying to be like us. You want our melanin. You want to you want to have our mindset. Like no. And then you got the ones that's like us, but want to be like them, but still want to be part of the African American. Like, no, it's it's nothing wrong with wanting to have friends that's outside of your race and wanting to learn more about them and everything else. But what you're not going to do is disrespect your own race. That's what we're not about to do. And I think another thing that Hood College could do to support their students, the minority and all that, is actually hear us out. Like, y'all ask for our opinions and stuff, but then when y'all get our response, y'all are so quick to ask questions, deny, or judge. Or give, like, automatic solutions that haven't solved anything. Yeah, like, another thing that doesn't sit right with me, um, Hood College, literally, the people that work here at Hood College, literally said they didn't want to have a football team because they didn't want to bring that attention. Like, what does that even mean? Like, literally, what does that even mean? Or or Greek life. Like, because you don't want to bring that attention. Are you serious? Damn. But another thing that ticks me off about them, like, not supporting us, you have alumni out here disrespecting clubs, but they're the ones that's putting money in the school pocket. So the school's not doing anything about it. Like, that's crazy. We're supposed to feel comfortable. We're supposed to feel respected. We're supposed to feel like we belong here. But you're letting alumni that don't go here disrespect your students? Where's the support in that? Yeah. I think, like, we talked about one of the solutions is having almost like a town hall where students can come and talk about their concerns and that it's not, here are my concerns. I want you to answer them. No, I just want you to hear me and brew on it so you can actually understand what it's like to be me on a daily basis. Support your students. Go to their shows. Go to the modeling club's performances. Go see the jazz band and chorus ensemble. So I think it's just important to talk about that support comes in many ways, but one of them is just listening. It's not about giving solutions. It's about just letting people be heard because I think hearing the experiences that are present day is I think sometimes the information we hear is secondhand. It's like, but if you're hearing it from the students flat out, you cannot, I mean, you can decide to act like it doesn't happen, but you can't say that you didn't hear it because there were witnesses. So I think that's important. And I think we've all talked about negative experiences relating to the school overall. Have there been any experiences to you as an individual, not your friends, not coworkers, whatever, that were related to your race, sexual orientation, gender, what have you, um, at this institution? I've had two, in a way. Um, I never experienced like a real racist thing towards me. Hopefully I don't. One time I was living in a building and I had a roommate and she had a sign on the door said Black Lives Matter. This was a time that it was a big problem. It was a big problem for a lot of Black Lives Matter signs and stuff. People would rearrange and say some ignorant things. So one day somebody um, stole our sign off our door and I she asked me, did I take it off? And I was like, um no i thought i thought it was on the door so we reached out to security and 
they they didn't find out who did it, but they said they were going to look into it. Never did. I, I, I feel like they did to a certain degree. Didn't they ask you if you wanted to be reimbursed or something? Am I remembering that incorrectly? That was a while. That I, was our I freshman think, year. No, no, no. No, no, no. That no, was no, our that sophomore, sophomore year. year. Um, I think they did ask about reimbursement. I, because it was my son, I don't know. I think they probably asked her. But, um, yeah, that, that was that part. It was actually really messed up. Another experience... I had was with the men's soccer team. I did not know that some of them were on, some of them on that team were quote unquote racist. Never, never knew. Uh, was at practice one day in Gambrel and we had the, we had the, um, the gym to practice and one of them were asking, you know, oh, how long are y'all going to be in here? We're like, okay, well, we have the gym to so-and-so time. They're like, okay. So they left back out. We were finishing up, but when we started finishing up, they were being really ignorant. They were being loud, rude, obnoxious in the hallway. They tried to come back in. We were having a meeting, being rude, and they were getting snappy with us. And some of the people got snappy back with them. I did not. I stayed quiet. Um, Later on, turns out they were saying some racist things and stuff and then they were getting smart and next thing you know I'm over there talking to my coach and fellow teammates and one of them kicks a ball at our head that was just the most disrespectful thing ever like so disrespectful and after that I just I just looked at them a whole nother way because how why would you do that why y'all automatically came in there disrespectful being rude being obnoxious and then the fact that when someone says something back to you you get upset and then for people that don't say anything to you you're gonna kick a ball at their head because if that ball would have hit me (laughs) good night (laughs) good night okay we're it would have been a whole nother situation are you 18 are you 18 are you waiting? Okay, cool. Let's let's roll. <laughs> like, but Two other piece. than other than that, honestly, I haven't had any bad racist experience. So I was sitting at D Hall and I was sitting with the baseball boys. Long story short, one the one of the baseball boys said one of the baseball boys said um the N word. And you know, like I didn't catch it in time, but when everybody looked around, I looked up, I'm like, oh, did he just say what I think he just said? And then his face started getting red. And, you know, like my homeboy was like, look, don't say that again or it's going to be a problem. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm over there being calm and collected because that's my first time like ever experiencing that, especially here, like in anywhere else. Like I've never been called an N-word or, or heard a white person even say that around me. So that was like kind of surprising for me. Yeah. Yeah. I know that for... You know, Danae and I, I don't want to speak on her behalf, but we eat dinner every day together. And her and I have specifically, over the past three years of being here, experienced colorism and uh, racism within our own race at the dining hall. I remember... (laughs) Yeah. She's laughing because she just figured out what I was going to (laughs) say. I remember one of the first times that we went to dinner together. Well, not one of the first times, but I remember us going to dinner together and uh, one of the people of color that work in the dining hall was in the front and they were very nice to the white people in front of us. You know, hi, how are you? Very nice, very personable. 
But right when it came time for me to even just get swiped into the dining hall silence, nothing, took my card, nearly snatched it on my hand, just swiped it, went along. That was a very, like, that was the first time I experienced racism from my own race. Like, that was a really interesting experience because it's like, when you think of racism, you're thinking, like, white on black racism or brown on black racism. You're not thinking of your own race being racist towards you. I mean, maybe that's just my opinion, but that was a really negative experience. Literally. When she first told me that story, I was like, no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. She's like, no, I'm being for real. Just watch her when we go to dinner. Y'all, when I say so quick, this girl left and like rolled her eyes. I was like, oh, snap. Completely changed who she was around me. Bro, and then I I remember the same lady that did that to her. I was at the salad bar. She was watching me the whole time, like as if I'm ready to steal some of this crusty food. Like, (laughs) why are you watching? Watching me make my plate like that's yeah that I, I forgot about that that's crazy yeah and that that not only changed how I felt about going to the dining hall period because it made it dreadful I was like gosh I hope they're not working today because I don't want to deal with that like I'm in such a good mood I've done nothing I've literally done nothing for you to treat me disrespectfully I've been nothing but kind for you I I've asked you about your day I smile I have literally done nothing to deserve you treating me like I'm the scum of the earth but it also impacted how I felt about the food. Like, if they were working, I'd be like, food's gonna mm, be bad today. It's gonna be terrible. <laughs> gonna be ass. And then if the food wasn't good, like, it just validated today. And I was like, yep, knew that was gonna happen. Knew such it. and such is working today. And and you know why, like, that's a case, like, why she act like that? Or why they, you know, do what they do? Because when they look at, you know, young, black, you know, males and females, they think of, like, ignorance or prideful yeah or they didn't get that experience i was just about to say i think it's also the internalization of not having that experience or going to college for something and then it not working out the way that you thought it was going to work out like you were you know you projected to make six figures live lavish Mm -hmm. and you're working at a college dining hall (laughs) like or i'm not gonna lie if that was me i'd be better i would be better i would be better I would be mad bitter. Or it could be like, you know how we say like you are black on black problems. They probably judging us like you go to a PWI. Like why are you not going to HBCU? Why are you working at a PWI? Mm, mm, what a money reside, what a money reside. <laughs> Listen, my all I'm saying is, I know people are probably gonna question like, oh, y'all have so much to say about this PWI. Well, why didn't you just go to a HBCU? Honestly, if I could find one that I really fell in love with, I'll be gone. But because this school is ass at transferring fucking credits, you can't do much. If you don't leave this school by your freshman year, your first semester, your you're freshman trapped. year, you're trapped. And they don't tell you that. So. So I did not find an HBCU for me. I think we can all agree on is there are different problems at every school, whether it's public, private, HBCU, PWI, whatever. All those things can have issues. Like for me, I didn't go to an HBCU because I went to a predominantly white high school. Uh, That would have been a very culturally shocking. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Your ass would not survive at that fucking HBCU. Oh, my God. Like, that would have been a really culturally shocking experience because I... I will admit, I've been a very sheltered person. I don't know anything. Like, a lot of films that other black people watch, 
Like, I haven't seen, and these two can attest to it because we've had various movie nights where we're watching Yo, things. Yeah, she that almost la- lost her black heart. Like, <laughs> so um, moving on, what's one positive experience that you've had at Hood? Because, because even though it's really easy to poop on school and our experiences, I think that there are some good times that we've had either together or you know getting an a on a test that you didn't think you did well on like there is there is something positive to take away from this experience jada no, no go ahead i've been going first for the past like why are y'all being so stank no. i don't like this school you don't have to like this school okay I, I, I'll, I'll start say, no 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 real stuff real stuff i would say my good experience out of this school is being the friends i have now that I would say that I would say y'all are amazing. Oh, the, thank you. Love you long time. Love you long time. Y'all are amazing. I thank the school for that. Like I got the best of friends I have, and other friends also out there that I just got. You know, love. Um, thank you. I would like to say also I like certain professors because these professors they don't play. Like some of them actually return emails on time. Some of them are actually understanding. Some of them, they have great communication. I'm not going to say all of them, but majority of the ones I had were great at that. So I think the professors and meeting my friends are my good experience. Jay Dunn? Let me see. Okay, like I said before about my math teacher, my math teacher, um, like he's really understanding. Like I feel like that's the, that's like the most positive thing I got out of her college is like, because calculus one is very hard. I mean, like, that's honest like it's very hard so he's very understanding like he's like he's very you know like quick to ask questions to see where your thinking is and he wants to branch off of that and leads you to the right path and you know like I really think that's really like a positive thing but other than that I haven't experienced even like positivity or positive things like well, I'll be the positive Polly here out of my cover. We said positive, <laughs> right, we said positive things. things. It's not our fault that this school did what it did to us and the type of experience that we're getting. It's not It's not our fault on that. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's the valid point is that there have been experiences for varying minority students at this school that have not been negative, and it makes seeing the positives that they have experienced very hard to see because the negatives are overlaying. I can give you another positive. Oh, thank you so much. Um, last Friday when we had that field day, you that was actually Oh my gosh, Crab Feast is that really? I I love Crab Feast. Like I'll give the school that. Like it was freaking amazing for people that don't know what Crab the Crab Fest is. Um, it's literally like a field day. So they give off they give out crabs and shrimp sometimes, but crabs and then you eat your crabs from like 11 to 2 or whatever and you have other food options just in case you don't eat crabs and then after that is some activities on the field they well this time they had henna kona ice um the mechanical bull about time um uh, a moon bounce obstacle course um another moon bounce where you knock your opponent off and they had a dunk tank and it was and they had music they had a tie-dye station they had a game station it was actually fun. It's it one of the, my favorite days in the entire semester. Like, yeah. the entire year, I look forward to that day. Yeah, and I would say last year, they had they had games out there, too. But they had, like, different food trucks. They also had Crab Fest. Like, it was that, that I was look year. forward to Crab Fest. 
Yeah, that was so much fun. I think for me, of course, one of the most positive experiences I've had here is, of course, you guys. Um, we've been friends for over a year now. I don't even know. I'm not even gonna try to. I'm not even gonna try to do math. And it's been so great to like find your people and stick with your people and you know laugh with each other. Like we. I like to call us the packing family. Like, I'm surprised we've lasted this whole hour without <laughs> going at each other's necks because it's kind of what we do, um, but in a, in a loving way. But we're always there for each other. Knowing people have my back is, is such a, you know, a grateful experience. And then, um, once again, the social work department has been awesome. All of the teachers, I have nothing but positive things to say about our program, about our the support from the program. Even Jacobson has been great about like supporting me, supporting my like supporting the show, showing me different things that I can do. So I I have had negative experiences, I have had positive experiences, but the whole point of this this whole podcast is to just educate people on the different experiences at this school in this community and show that they're valid but there is also so much room to grow we have so much more time to grow as individuals but these experiences help you learn what what you are and are not willing to take so thank you guys so much oh go ahead oh well the last thing i want to say not not to say it because y'all said it not to say because both of y'all said it but but for real like i'm being dead serious right now okay this is a very emotional moment <laughs> Okay. You guys have All been there. All he's gonna say is that he likes us. That's no, it. No, I I love you guys to the fullest. You know, you guys have been the biggest blessing in my life. You know, like you know, and you guys have shown me, you know, like what true friendship is. You know, like you guys are like my sisters for real. You know, <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Like, and Aww. you know, we've been through a lot together. Like, we've been through a lot together <laughs> lord have mercy let's so, not get into that once again thank you both for your time um and our our trivia question for next week will be who is megan pippa's piece p-i-p-h-u-s-p-e-a-c-e who is megan pippa's piece that is the trivia question for next week's episode. Well, how about that? How's your mind feeling after that discussion? Isn't it so interesting how much we can learn in a small time? I hope you come back and join me on my next podcast for Minority Minds. I'm your host with the most, Jordan Costley. And be kind to your mind. Minority, minority, minority minds. Minority, minority, minority minds. Man.